The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found. And always at theeppodcast.com. And I'm a genius. I'm an absolute genius is what I am. Okay. Just, okay. Uh, I, I feel like the king of my castle, the master of my domain, the smartest man on my block. <laughs> you said master of my I, domain. I am. Okay. <laughs> Seinfeld. What, yeah, I know. I knew exactly what the reference was. <laughs> the other day, I decided I hated my television set. Your TV has been like kind of oh, it's on the fritz. It takes like forever for it to warm up. It's a plasma. It's twelve years old. And like the plasma's your kid has dying. to wait like yes. ten minutes before he plays Fortnite. Exactly. So I get very annoyed by this, and my internet's been messing around with me. It's been all screwy. So from my phone, Hannah, while sitting on the couch, <laughs> angry from your phone, I changed my internet company. Okay. Okay. I, I went to the AT and T fiber stuff, which I didn't believe was going to be really good. Holy cow! It's like twice as fast for like okay. less money. Okay, and then I went and I bought a TV on BestBuy.com based off of like online stuff that I read. I didn't even go shopping. I've Why never that done that before. Why fancy and high tech? I have never done that before. You bought it right from your telephone. Right, I bought it right from my telephone. So I bought it from my telephone. And two days later, the AT&T technician is stringing line from poles out there and like down the street to bring it to my house and attaching it while Best Buy shows up and drops off my television set. Erica comes home, I've got a new TV, I've got new cable, I'm running the television with a voice remote or an app that's on my phone, and I've knocked like 160 some dollars off of our original cable bill, because I'm, I've am i cut the cord and I'm streaming now. Well, I declare. Okay? Oh, I am like, like at 40, at 42 years old. <laughs> Technology's been around I have found technology. While. I know. <laughs> You're talking about it, and I'm looking like at you like, like it's amazing. Huh? Wait, I know what? you. I know you I bought, bought it from I, your phone. Yes, I bought something from my phone. From it was incredible. Telephone. I bought a TV. Like I go on Amazon and I buy like you know some kind of little thing, or the kid needs a school supply. <laughs> but I've never bought a television <laughs> on my phone before. To me, that's insane. You go in, you talk to the salesperson, you have them show you 15 things. You go, I don't know. Your then you go someplace else, you talk to that salesperson, you see if he's got a better deal. Then you go home, you do some comparison. It takes like three weeks for me to buy a major item. I just bought everything from my phone and had it all installed. So I feel very proud of myself. And thank you for mocking me. No, you're, you're, you're wonderful. I enjoy having you around. You're a breath of fresh air in my otherwise dreary day. We have a guest in here that we're going to get to in just a moment uh, from Core Fitness and Physical Therapy. And the reason we have this guest in here is because, one, I have noticed this incredible change with my wife with the Pilates, and I have aches and pains everywhere. So I'm very, very curious as to whether or not there's something that I could actually do. But there's a lot of questions I have about it because it just doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't. So <laughs> Exercise? I'm, no, no, no. Because it, it, I don't know how, I mean, I think you should just be lifting weights to like lose weight and like running and stuff. Like she doesn't do any running. She never goes out. She never does. She, she's just like, I'm going to go to a class. She goes to a class, she comes back and she's like dropping pounds and I don't get out of work. So I'm bringing her in here for the science because I don't understand how this is happening. Okay. And then also we have a tree here and we have decorations. We have declared it Mardi Gras in Evergreen Park, and you're giving me a Mardi Gras tree down here? Yes. Okay, so we have that to get to as well, plus many more surprises. This is the EP Podcast, found everywhere podcasts can be found, and always at the EPPodcast.com.
that music only means one thing. It is now time for your EP Word on the Street, the annual Evergreen Park Winter Festival known as Family Flake Fest is coming. Saturday, February the 8th, 1 to 6 p.m. at the Daniel Capuano Ice Rink at Yukich Field at 89th and Kedzie. I've actually been told recently the last big event they had over at the Ice Rink went extremely well. They had a kids hockey tournament 750 different people came through it, raised some money for the Fireman's Widows Fund, hats off to them. St. Bernadette is having their spaghetti dinner Saturday, February the 8th as well, 4 p.m. to 8 p.m. in O'Brien Hall, while Most Holy Redeemer is getting ready for their big trivia night Saturday, February the 29th at 6 p.m., And finally, in case you didn't hear, District 124 Superintendent Dr. Robert Maycheck announced his resignation just before the weekend. He's taking a job much closer to home to be closer to his family. Dr. Maycheck was nice enough to not only come on this show, he was a nice guy and a fair guy with us. I know he was a listener of the show. We wish him our very best. That's your EP Word on the Street. I'm going to pour a beer for our next guest, and we will continue right here on the EP Podcast. Hey, Dad, can we go someplace fun for dinner tonight? Well, I don't want to drive too far, and we're staying in Evergreen Park. And it's got to be someplace I can bring your younger brother, and your mother and I can still get something cold to drink. I want to have seafood tonight. I want to get messy. How about this? I have an idea. We'll go to the Crazy Crab. Yeah! Crazy Crab at 9204 Southwestern Avenue in Evergreen Park is open for lunch and dinner with favorites like fried catfish, shrimp po'boys, lobster rolls, and raw oysters by the half dozen. And then if you want to get crazy, pick out some crab legs, snow crab, king crab, blue crabs, lobster tail, mussels, clams, crawfish, shrimp, and then pick your flavors. Lemon pepper, garlic pepper, crazy Cajun, or combine all three in the trifecta, and then go for the spice. You can go mild all the way up to crazy hot. Then the crazy crab brings it to your table, and you chow down. Kids, get in the car. We're heading up to 9204 Southwestern Avenue and getting some crazy crab. Yay! Terry McCabe is down here. She has joined us at the EP Podcast at my 9-foot homemade oak bar in my basement, and Terry's from Core Fitness. Now, Terry, we talked about Core Fitness on the show, and we're very happy to have you down here. And we, every once in a while, will have somebody that actually runs commercials on the show come down, generally because I start to become very curious about what I'm listening to on my own show. And so I appreciate you stopping by. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you for coming down here. I hear that you're a big podcast fan. Yeah, this is a thrill for me. Like as a total (laughs) podcast junkie to be on a podcast um, is like a bucket list thing. So this is the first time. So you listen to a bunch of different podcasts? I do. Um, What are we listening to? It's okay. I'm I'm just curious. Everything. All the ones that everyone's heard all about, you know. Right. So the the Crystal Nudie podcast, the EP podcast, the the Socks in in the Basement, the Broadcast Basement, (laughs) Me and the Priest with Father Paul. We have a brand new one called Windy City Slam covering like local Chicago wrestling. Okay. I mean, that one just came out. So like you can add that one as well. So all those. I mean, my kids had a podcast for a while, but we got rid of that. But you know, you that's what you're listening to, right? Yes. Oh, absolutely. Forget Joe Rogan. All of those. Right. Yeah, and then okay. and all the comedians, you got it. Okay, that's yeah, good. Yeah. As long as it's not any of that weird stuff, like, stuff like that ASMR stuff. Oh no, have you heard that? No, I like heard, it's an entire yes. podcast of somebody whispering. Yeah, what? Oh, hello, yeah. welcome to the podcast <laughs> for like three hours, and people listen to that, Hannah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm curious. Are you one of those people that get into the murder mystery ones? Too? I do. Yeah, a lot of oh, people yeah. really like those. Yeah, we're gonna we're yeah. thinking about getting one started with the Evergreen Park Candlelight Theater. Oh, that we're gonna because they because they were talking to me about that, and I'm like, man, I would totally do 
like a murder mystery podcast where they like act out stuff and like people have to figure out what happens as the episodes get released. Yes. I'm like, that would be really that cool. Good. So it's a project that we're working on. It's going to be something that comes out of here. But I don't want to talk about all that. Great idea. I want to talk about Pilates, okay? <laughs> yeah, so, Pilates. Yeah, I want to talk about yeah. Pilates. So my wife Erica is down here as well to join myself and Hannah and you. And I want to tell you this. She's been doing the keto diet. She got me on it. But she always, like, she go to gyms. She joined, like, you know, Planet Fitness. Or she joined, like, you know, something where she'd get, like, a personal trainer. I remember I was in, in West Virginia at one point, And I was getting free fitness lessons with, like, a free personal trainer. And every once in a while, I was able to, like, be like, I would like one for my girlfriend. Like, or something like that. Like, I would try. Because she always, like, was in that stuff. But she always complained it was very hard for her to see results of what she did. Especially after, you know, these kids came along and they ruined everything. Okay? (laughs) Yes, yes, they I know it well. Everything. They give me stress, and we all stress eat around here. I put yes. on a little weight, she put on a weight. We're, you know, this is what happens to yes, people. Yes, yes. But I see her not only like dropping the pounds, but I see her with this incredible amount of energy and like this feeling of like she can do physical things that I felt like before that she wasn't into, especially after she had our third guy who's now four years old. Like that she, you know, because and and that she there's muscles that like almost like she had just not wasn't using anymore. And I'm shocked by how quickly that happened. Is that a normal result for Pilates? Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just so um, glad to hear that. And it's so fun having Uh you in classes. Both Erica and Hannah have been coming so regularly. And I think that is the key is that you have to find something you love in an environment that you feel welcome in and that is not intimidating and that you um feel like you can kind of blend in, but at the same time, it's there just for you. And so I think the thing with Pilates and the reason it has staying power is it comes with a lot of history. It's not a fad. It's not brand new. It's not... Um, See, because I think of it that way. Yeah, See, that's no, the first thing yeah. that pops in mm-hmm. my head. Like, oh, mm-hmm. it's some Zen thing where they're doing something weird. And like, you know, and I, like I don't see it that way. And I, I, I've kind of been learning a little bit more about it. So how long has it been around? Yeah, so it's been around since World War One. Joseph Pilates is the man who invented it. So okay. it's named after invented him. Invented on the battlefield. Yeah, right? yeah. He, World War One. he Did actually... He really? I'm just was, joking about well, that. Well, no, he was... Uh, he <laughs> <laughs> if they were doing Pilates at a trench, yeah, yeah. like before they went and ran out down the Maginot Line, <laughs> yeah. like I'm, I'm shocked myself that I hit that one on the head. Well, was, you're you're pretty close. Really? So Yeah, he's okay. a, a German guy, and during World War One, oh, he's he, the bad guy. Yeah, well, but he left. He left this is because the Kaiser's exercise. Yeah. What are you doing here? Oh I, I my goodness! I promise you, he left, and it says specifically because he did not like the direction the military was going. Uh, yeah. Um, so he, Although the little uh, pointy things on their helmets were pretty cool. Back yeah, right. <laughs> There's, yeah, right. So he, um, he rehabilitated wounded soldiers. So you read some literature that referred to him as a reconstruction aide. Um, I think we would think of him today as a physical therapist, really. So when, um, when soldiers and uh, men were injured, he would rehabilitate them by way of attaching springs to their bedposts. And he believed firmly that you could not heal if you were still. So he used movement to keep these soldiers um, active and engaged, even if they were pretty bedridden otherwise. Hmm. So there are legends out there that um, lots and lots of different camps got these terrible um, flu epidemics and things like this, and that he never lost any of his people to... um, those type of things because they were he so healthy. He defeated the Spanish flu he pandemic the Spanish of flu. 1918 now, with Pilates. I highly suggest one fact check that. Okay. But, <laughs> <laughs> but there is a lot of information out there to support the fact that his methods of um, healing 
through movement. Okay. Um, were against the grain and pretty progressive for his time. And he had a lot of positive results from that. So when he eventually moved to America and he lived in New York City, he was housed within the same building as the New York City Ballet. And that's why I think Pilates has this more um, strong relationship to dancers and females, um, but only because they found his method and, and recognized the benefits of it immediately. But he really designed this program for men. He was a boxer. He was a gymnast. He was um, an anatomy uh, model for anatomy charts. He was a really strong, very sort of macho guy. Um, and the the fact that it became really associated primarily with women is unfortunate because it is so beneficial to all walks of life, yeah, um, before, particularly Before men. we get into that, because yeah, I want to yeah. get into that part. Uh, <laughs> Eric and Hannah are down here. And We're going to make be, a believer out of you. I would, be, I would be remiss if I didn't give them an opportunity to kind of talk about the classes a little bit. And, you know, I know that they know you. Yeah. And and that they've been in there. They've they've informed me that she's the most difficult teacher that they that she, right. But, is she but is she the hardest? Ta- is, she, is she mean? Great. Is she mean? Does she come out? She, she goes. You will do the Pilates. Yabul. Got lost in the satellite. Got lost in the ride up to the plunge down. Man sends the ray of the electric light. Sends the impulse through the air down to home. And you can stand on the arms of the Williamsburg Bridge crying, Hey man, well this is Babylon. And you can fight on a bus to the outside world down to Louisiana, you can take her with you. I've seen the brains of the real world come forward on the plane. I've seen the Kansas of your sweet little myth. You never seen it, no, I'm half sick on the drinks you mixed through your true dreams of Wichita. True dreams of Wichita. Not mean at all. She is a wonderful teacher. Um, she's very challenging, and I think that's the reason why Hannah and I picked to go to her classes. Yes. Um, I always tell Hannah, "Why did we sign up for jump board? This is so hard." Every time sport. we say jump board, you say that. So what is this jump board? So they get on, they get on something, and are they jumping or are they They're laying, jumping while lying down? You're lying down, and you're mm-hmm. ju- so this is yes. the spring on the bedpost thing. Yeah, almost, yep. that you're talking and, about. And I was going to ask a question because of that. So. Is that the reason why the reformer bed was created because of the springs yeah. and the, the bed posts? Yes, from- exactly. Yeah. So all of Pilates equipment is spring loaded and they are original inventions from Joseph Pilates. Okay. So it started with those springs attached to bed posts, um, but became the catalyst for all of his future designs. So you use the reformer, which is what we're using in jump board. Um, right. And then there's the chair, which you've had experience yes. on also a spring loaded piece of equipment, the spring board itself. Um, and there are smaller apparatuses and things too, but um, you're exactly right that it's it's all modeled after that original concept. All right, okay. so now I want to get back to the, the, the real issue here, okay? <laughs> What's your Because this, I, I get that this works for the girls, all right? But, yeah, I'm a big boy. I, I just don't, like, first of all, I thought it was funny that you 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 came down here and you were just like, uh, we were like, we're sitting at a bar. It's the evening while we're talking here, sure, okay? Sure. I'm not going to get you into trouble for saying no, this. No, like, this is okay, great. So you yeah. sit down here and I'm like, you want you want a beer? 
And like, you know, Hannah's, well, Erica's having wine. I don't know what Hannah's doing. She's doing Mine's shots of whiskey freezer. down there. Okay. So, <laughs> and then, and I, I, I'm, and I'm like, do you, do you want something? And you're like, oh, I'll have a beer. And you wanted like half a beer. Okay. <laughs> Be, and, and you were, and it was funny because I was like, and I had like really fancy ones. I got like some IPAs and stuff like that. And you're like three sips. I'm done with an IPA. Now me, on the other hand, you are a fit human being. Like you do Pilates and you teach it. I have beer muscles. <laughs> there you go. So I am actually drinking the rest of your beer and my beer. And I guarantee you, I will finish mine before you finish yours and move on to another one here. And I just like, I just feel like men are built so much differently that we need more high impact things and things that are weights and strength and running and things like that, because there's I don't know. There's just more there. I mean, that's, I'm not trying to sound, but I mean, like we have that. I, I, I also would also believe that's at least what my feeling is. Is like, like we had Abby Murphy in here. Now she is an. an that was athlete. a great interview. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate. Yeah. It. She's a yeah. wonderful kid, and and it's and she's an athlete. I can't imagine like all her workout would just be Pilates. Yeah. So am I right or wrong about that? Yeah, I think you're. I think you're. Um, both. I, I don't think it's. You don't need to be nice to me. No, if I'm no, no. wrong, be like, you're an idiot, Chris. <laughs> I, what and I can say. Yeah, right, right. right. <laughs> what I can say from personal experience, um, and I, I always like to say this to drive home my point, but it is nothing short of a humble brag. But I was myself a Division I scholarship collegiate athlete. I played soccer through college. Um, and I think all the time, I wish, wish, wish I would have had this when I was playing competitively. Um, I did the weight training. I did the running. I did the three um, practices a day for preseason. Um, I used my muscles. I used my body really intensely. But we get into really specific muscle patterns. We kind of go, we operate in the way that feels most natural to our body. I was a right-footed kicker. So I was always standing on my left foot, kicking with my right foot. Okay. My same arm would come back. Like you get into these muscle patterns. So I don't ever think Pilates should be all someone does, but I think Pilates should absolutely 100%, and I say this with very strong conviction, be included in everyone's training program. And to your point with Erica, like you said, she's going to these classes, but somehow she's magically able to do all these other things. Oh, it's incredible. Because you develop a sense of strength within your body that is not one-dimensional. It's, it's it's it's, um, the power in it is that it can help you avoid injury, be stronger and healthier, have more uh, symmetry, muscular balance, things like that. So yes, I think men can very much benefit from it. I don't think that a man should only be doing Pilates, nor should a woman be, but I think there is absolutely no harm. And in fact, lots of good that can come from everyone, including it in their exercise program. What if I only wanted to do Pilates? What if I said, I just want to do Pilates because it sounds easy to me? Like, could I do I that? I could prove you wrong. Oh, yeah, so I don't think you could prove You think you could prove me wrong in that one? Yeah, yeah, Come on. Yeah. Really? Yeah. No, for sure. You could keep it really gentle. And right. I have clients well, who- Well, I got like a little, like I get up lately and I feel uh, a little strain in the right hip, yeah. like as I stand up every uh-huh. once in a while. And yeah. I've got this Achilles, old Achilles injury and okay. stuff like that. Yeah. So maybe yeah. that maybe that straightens me out a little bit like that. But I'm looking for just, I don't want to go to the gym anymore. I is what I is, as Popeye said. Okay? This is I what am I, what this I is am. What, yeah, that's what it is. I am what I am. I don't know where I that's got I is I what am. I is, but whatever. Like, that's, that's, that. that's what I am. Who said that? 
Paula Dean on Paula Dean. Okay, fine. I'm <laughs> quoting that idiot. All right. So, <laughs> what, if, where, what has become of me? Right. So maybe I need to go to Pilates because it'll straighten up my brain oh, as well. Oh, for but, sure. But what yeah. I, I'm, I'm wondering is, is there something that you... I would actually like a demonstration. I yeah. know that you're probably not prepared for this, but I would like a demonstration down here because I honestly don't believe there's something you're going to tell me to do that me not going to a gym in three years can't pull off. All right. Well, okay. first of all, I am prepared because every good Pilates instructor comes to a bar with a magic circle <laughs> because its original invention was um, it was the band from beer kegs. And that's what he used. Really? He would use that band from really? beer cakes no, and attach two wooden blocks to the that. sides of it. So once again, another um, great reason to come to Pilates for these cool inventions. Every but, time I try to make yeah. fun of this, yeah. she turns around and she's like, oh, yeah, they use beer kegs yeah. <laughs> and, and World War One yeah. German yeah. soldiers yeah. for this. Yeah. You, you know, I mean, you and I'm like, to be right? such a beer this fan. sounds yeah. pretty friggin cool. So. <laughs> So this is seriously right now. I'm just imagining guys using beer kegs to work out inside of the trenches while there's bombs going <laughs> off. And I'm like, I want that kind of, pl- maybe you need to have like that for like, if you have a men's yeah. class, we have explosions like, going off yes. in the background. Yes. yes. Yeah. Music. Something. And there should be War beer music. afterwards in a keg. Well, yes. I, I will say we do have a men's class. I'll tell you, you that, do. but okay. I, then I want to put you to work, but um, okay, let's put we, me to work and then we'll talk about the perfect. men's class. Okay. We're going to do that. Okay. Hey, Southsiders. Are you White Sox fans? The number one most downloaded White Sox podcast, according to podbean.com, is Sox in the Basement, and it's part of the Broadcast Basement On Demand Radio Network. Insider interviews, stat breakdowns, and coverage year-round. Join me and my buddy Dave and all kinds of great guests each and every week for 30 Minutes of Sox. It's found everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SocksInTheBasement.com. Hannah, I see you brought decorations in for tonight. Yes, I did. Is this really a thing, decorating a tree for Mardi Gras? Yes. You're going to take my Christmas tree that was down here in the basement, the smaller of the two of them. We put everything else away. And you told Erica, leave the tree because you're going to decorate it for Mardi Gras. You're not messing with me here. This is something that they do? Yes. During Mardi Gras season? Yes. In the deep south? Yes. Of America? Yes. All right. I just wanted to make sure. (laughs) Okay. So so we're going to decorate the tree here in a second. But before we do that, for our uh, weekly dose of the Mardi Gras, which by the way, we still haven't found a king cake anywhere close to Evergreen Park. Really? I actually stopped over at one of our big mainstay bakeries that has been around for over 80 years and specifically spoke with the owner about it today, who told me they don't make king cakes. So, like, I, I thought this would be something where everybody did it. This oh, would be really simple. Oh, it's hard to find I one. understand it now why one. it's very hard to find a king That's cake. That's why I drive to Mokina. Right. This is why when we have our big... Mardi Gras block party celebration that we're going to have to make sure we have king cakes here for the people that actually get to be a part of it. Okay, what I want to do today is our weekly Mardi Gras dose. Okay. I want to try some Mardi Gras trivia with you. Okay. All right, I want to see how much you actually know about this holiday that you are sitting up here in the north telling us all about. Okay. What are the three colors of beads used in Mardi Gras? I'm, I, told, I told you I would start simple. Purple, green, and gold. Okay. What do they stand for, the colors? 
I want to say purple is royalty, uh, gold is wealth, and green is... I can't remember. Wow, you're wrong on everything. I purple am. is justice, okay. gold is power, and power. green is faith. Okay. All right. I was totally off. What is it illegal, literally illegal, in New Orleans to do without wearing a mask? Oh, you can't ride on a float. You can't ride on a parade float without a mask. No, you have to keep your mask on. Lawmakers in Louisiana made Mardi Gras a legal state holiday in 1875. There are two nearby states that have also made it a state holiday. Can you name at least one of them? I know, and for a fact, one is Alabama because Mardi Gras actually, before it came to New Orleans, started in Mobile, Alabama. You are right. Yes. What, will you th what do you think is the other one? Uh, I'm gonna say- Craziest state in the union. It's going to be either Texas or Mississippi. No, the no. craziest state in the union is always Florida. Florida is oh. the craziest state. Final question. Okay. Let's see if you get this one. The first Mardi Gras parade was held in New Orleans in 1837. True or false, floats were in the first Mardi Gras parade. Got a 50-50 chance. Did they, they start with floats. floats? No, they did not. Yeah, I didn't think there they were did. no floats. No. Floats did not appear for 20 more horses, years. Yeah. And then they started using the floats. They rode on horses. Excellent and job, Hannah. I think you did a little bit better than half of them. So <laughs> I'm sure Louisiana would be proud of you. A hot dog. All right. Terry, we are moving uh, three feet away from the bar into the middle here of the broadcast basement. And when I do this, when I move three feet into the middle of the bar, I have to go to a different type of microphone. So it sounds slightly different as we do it because, you know, the, the, the good mics stay on the bar. Okay, so we're going to share this microphone and you're going to show me that I'm wrong about Pilates and how easy it is. That's right. So I'm going to have you lie down on your back. Here we go. Sounds like when I used to date my wife. <laughs> yeah, it always starts that way. <laughs> so what am I doing now? Okay. So you're going to lie down on your back and we're going to take this magic circle, like I promised you that we brought here today, and you're going to put it between your knees. So he is lying down flat on his back. This is like the thing that Susie and Summer yes, at it, 3 o'clock yes, in the morning. It, it, this is what the, this is the, this is the thigh master. It feels very you, Why are you taking pictures from that angle, Anna? <laughs> Pick a different angle. Oh, my God. I have a, it does look like I'm giving birth. Oh, All right. Put, not helping your cause, Terry. Put your feet flat on the mat. All right. Yep, that's it. Okay, now bring your arms down by your side. Relax okay. your head. You got to do that for just a second. All right. And then start to squeeze that magic circle. Try to bring your knees as close <laughs> to each other as you can. It is just like the thigh oh, master. That's okay. it. So keep going like that. So what we always say is the inner thighs are the pathway to the core. So the thing with Pilates is you're not just working out your stomach muscles. That's not what your core is. Your core is a combination of your deep abdominals, your inner thighs, your outer thighs, your glutes, and even your pelvic floor. So this is a really great pre-Pilates exercise to start to strengthen your inner thighs. A hundred. Oh, are you kidding me? This thing's Until tough. I'm finished with my beer. Oh my yeah. God. It's going to take an hour. You're, you're a sipper. No, that's crazy. Okay. So. Okay. Feel free to rest from there. Oh, well, thank God. All right. But then I would have you start to add some curl ups. So you got to plant your feet a little bit better on the floor for me. Okay. Yep, there you go. Bring your hands behind your head. Is this, is this hoop going to slip out from in between my, my thighs here? Because I don't want to have an oopsie moment. <laughs> I can't guarantee it. It's up to you to keep it in there. Why am I wearing right. blue jeans? And you're wearing blue this. jeans, which are not. Yeah, this is a terrible idea. Okay. <laughs> All, right. All right, so squeeze the ring and keep it squeezed. Okay. 
Don't let it go and don't complain. All right, now curl up. I gotta do a sit up? Do a little bit of a sit up, a crunch. I haven't done a sit up in two years. Are you kidding me? Oh my God, I'm gonna hurt myself. Okay, here we go. You can do it. Oh, Ah, (laughs) No, so don't think of curling all the way up. Oh, no, no, no. That was impressive. So that's like backing out of what you think of with sit ups. I did something impressive, honey. She didn't think I could get the full (laughs) sit up. She couldn't believe I could do the, she couldn't believe I did the full sit up. She was like, he'll just get halfway up. I brought it all the way up. I'm the Pilates master. Okay. Just a little curl, but you have to keep the squeeze of the ring. Yep. Keep your hands behind your head. Hands behind my head. Yep. Little curl. All right. Suck in your stomach when you curl up. Yeah. So it's like you're just trying to curl your chest over your ribs. That's better. Good. Front ribs kiss back ribs. Good job, Hannah. Good. That's it. So that's pretty good there. Now can you curl up and hold it and reach your arms long past your legs? Yeah. <laughs> that was good, very good. Another show is wrapped up, another show's in the books, another show is wrapped up, and then by the looks it's gonna be a good one, and we'll see you next week. And the nude is basement, and the nude is basement. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and it's in the books. Another show is wrapped up, another show is wrapped up, and by the looks, it's gonna be a good one. Nudie's Basement, broadcast, basement, the Nudie's Basement, the broad basement, slancha. So what do you think, easy? Uh, No. Not easy at all. But you know what? I can, you know what? I'll tell you this. I do feel um, muscles that I have not used in like forever. So I get that. And so you'll tell me to, you're telling me this will, this will straighten me out when I'm doing things. Yes. It'll create muscular balance. And the thing is that it is a different kind of challenging. And I think you hit the nail on the head with that. It's not the hardest exercise you've ever done, but it's different. Um, and I get that, the, the um, explanation a lot of this feels weird. This is weird. This is strange. Well, it also felt weird with the giant circular thing in between my thighs while Hannah was taking pictures of me from my feet up. Yeah. That was also a little weird as well. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she, this girl takes some really weird shots with her camera. Like, I want to see all of those before she walks out. I'm pretty sure she videotaped it, too. Oh, my God. You're the worst. Terry McCabe, I want to tell you thank you. Thanks for the exercise. I haven't had a lot in a while. You know, I'm I'm going to have an extra beer. I think I've earned it. Absolutely. Okay, and uh, I already feel physically fit. And um, I, I, maybe I'll try exercise again next year. Yes, and you can try again in our men's mat class. So we always say all men are welcome in all, all of our classes, but we understand that sometimes men are a little intimidated to walk into a fitness studio class on Wednesday nights at 7.30 p.m. Good, because I, if I were going to try this, I'd be like, I'm going to the men's class first. I'm going to get this right. Then I won't look so foolish when I go into the other class Yeah. because I looked pretty foolish. Oh, you did great. Put that camera away. <laughs> Erica, get her pictures. The EP Podcast. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at theeppodcast.com.